um, Chris Matthews, uh, so many people have been numbed by the madness of Big Don, Donald, um, <laughs> that, that when he says that Abraham Lincoln blew it in the Civil War and he should have negotiated with slaveholders. Yeah. It just goes past. I mean, seriously, Nikki Haley said something inane, insane about the Civil War, and we, we're still hearing about it. We're still reading about it. Donald Trump attacks Abraham Lincoln, says that he screwed up by not caving to the slaveholders, and it just sort of floats by. Yep. He says mad, crazy things every day. And the media, for some reason, so numbed by it, they don't sit there and emphasize it. Here yesterday, I'm sorry, here's another moment where we just yeah. have to stop. Yes. The music has to stop. And people need to focus. They're, they, they had their great nuts and crunch berries last hour, so they're listening <laughs> to us in this hour, Chris. So let's just say it. They heard it. Donald Trump's attorney just argued in court that Donald Trump could assassinate a political rival on orders from SEAL Team 6, that he gave to SEAL Team 6 to assassinate a political rival and as President of the United States, unless Mike Johnson's Congress impeached him, he would have immunity from prosecution for political assassinations of American rivals. That's what Donald Trump admitted in court. Yeah, it depends on the context. I mean, it was outrageous. And I have to tell you, I grew up in the Cold War, a little older than you, Joe. And I have to tell you, when we grew up in the Cold War, we wondered how far could Soviet dictators go with their authority? How many people could they knock off in the back room? And up through Stalin, certainly, and maybe Bulganin, maybe Khrushchev, we figured they had the power to kill their enemies, get rid of them. We thought that was what a dictator was. That's what they're describing as the presidential authority under their, their reading of the Constitution, the ability to knock off opponents. And this is a real problem because those people who raided the Capitol on, on January 6th, 700 of them have pled already. 200 of them have pled the felony cases. They're going to prison for 18 to 20 years. They're going in for real time. Mm -hmm. And all those people are going to be punished in the real world that Biden, that Trump doesn't live in, the real world, they're going to jail. And they're paying for listening to his lies. When he said, I won the election, he lied. He sent them up there with the lie. And that's why they're in jail. And they're going to jail. And this is a reality. And Trump's out there hanging on to that last shred, this immunity thing, this thing that he thinks will save him. You know, like the guy hanging from the uh, Statue of Liberty and his coat falling apart because he's trying to hang on, you know? He's not going to win. He's going to lose that case because the, the appellate court, we could hear them thinking yesterday in that trial. You could hear them talking with their incredibility, uh, incredulousness. This is a serious problem, and he looked like an idiot. And those lawyers look like idiots. How could they possibly explain the Amer accept the American people to ex accept the fact that our presidents are literally dictators that can knock off their opponents at will in the back room? It, it was astoundingly stupid. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. Here's I got a free shot. All these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? 
MAGA Media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. It's Wednesday, 10 January, Year of Our Lord, 2024, and uh, I don't think our uh, a cold open has ever basically rolled into the opening song um, better than that. That What you're hearing is a primal scream from a dying regime, uh, absolutely unhinged overnight and, and this morning. But we want to pull the camera back and make sure we put this in context because this is the globalists. The globalists are losing power. They're losing power every day on an ascendant, a rising tide of populism and nationalism globally, led by the United States of America. Here, the Trump movement, the MAGA movement, President Trump. And uh, if you think for a second that they're just going to pat you on the head and say, okay, maybe you guys are right. Maybe we should try populism. Maybe we should try nationalism. Uh, we'll just toss you the keys and, and, and you guys have at it. That didn't happen in 16. We know it didn't happen in 16. Uh, the, um, the program to the nullification project started immediately after we won on November 8th of 20, uh, 2016. And it's going to get nastier now because they understand that the, our apparatus is much savvier, much tougher, much smarter, understands exactly how you have to deconstruct the administrative state and destroy root and branch the deep state. And so the globalists, uh, which are going to have their confab next week in Davos, uh, are at uh, are, are are they are at the ramparts, and they are not going to go down easy. And don't think they're going to go down by playing by the Marquis of Queensbury's rules because that's not going to happen. Amazing piece up on um, on National Pulse, Raheem Kassam's, uh site on globalist uh, globalism unhinged. We've got Ben Harnwell here, uh, but I want to start with Jack Posobiec. Jack. Um, what happened in Poland last night, and you see things exploding all over the place, not just assaults on the uh, on carrier battle groups in the Red Sea. You've got Ecuador now is in an outright civil war against the cartels. This globalist migration uh, program is going to explode even more to the southern border. The invasion is only going to get worse. Uh, Benzman's going to be on later to talk about that. Obviously, we're going to talk about the Johnson's, the collapse of Johnson's speakership, the lies and misrepresentations. We've got Richard Stern from Heritage. We have Dave Bratt. We've got charts. Paul Krugman is all over the MAGA movement. They understand we're coming after the Federal Reserve. They understand we're coming after this uh, uh, out-of-control spending. Uh, so the, the battle is uh, – this is a pitch battle, and it's battle engaged. Uh, Jack Posobiec, and I want people to understand that this is emblematic. What Trump is fighting here and what they're doing here in the lawless nature, whether it's Fonnie Willis – uh, whether it's uh, it's Bragg in New York City. Oh, by the way, New York City, they're sending the kids. We're going to try to get J Jackie Torboroff. They're sending the kids, uh, and these are low-income kids, low-income American citizens, kids, throwing them out of their schools to make way for the illegal alien invaders' children to come into the school and shelter there in New York City as a fact. And in Boston, they're actually going out to the population and asking, will you house, will you house illegal alien invaders? Uh, in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Uh, let's go back to Poland, though, Jack Pasoba, because I want everybody to understand what happened in Poland overnight is coming here to the United States of America. Do not think these guys, this, the, the uh, Davos, the party of Davos apparatchiks will never give up power. 
peacefully. They're, they're not going to be voted out of office. They're not going to be. Ha- they will never agree to opposition parties. You're going to see what you, uh, uh, Poland is a microcosm of what is going to happen globally. Jack Posobiec, what happened? Get us the details. Well, Steve, for people to understand this, I have to give a little bit of context because people are aware through my reporting and and the work of the War Room here, the War Room Posse, that for the past eight years, the populist nationalist party, Law and Justice, has been the leading party in Poland. The conservatives, and particularly the populist conservatives, were the ones in charge of the country. And this was a thorn in the side of the globalists, specifically to Merkel, because Poland stood along with Hungary and a few others as a bulwark against the mass migration plan in 2015 that proceeded throughout 2017, 2018. They refused to take in any migrants from the third world, from the Middle East, when Merkel and the rest of the apparatchiks in Brussels were demanding that they take them in. They sued Poland over this. They uh, brought them to Uh, international EU courts and and all of this thing to try to fight them. And so then last uh, month, just about three weeks ago, as we report this here today, the globalists scored a coup where they used a coalition of umbrella parties, moderates, independents, and the globalist uh, liberal wing of the of the of the uh, parliament to take over a new coalition in parliament. What does this mean? This means the new prime minister of Poland is now this guy Donald Tusk. He's the former EU president. He is Merkel's deputy. He's now in tr- in control of the parliament of Poland. However, Poland also has a president, and Poland's president is still one of these nationalist populists. His name is Duda. So all of this comes to a head last night where the parliament is pushing an arrest of two Polish nationalists, um, Kaminsky and Wasik, based on this crazy politicized court, crazy politicized investigation. We've seen the witch hunts here in the U.S. We know how these guys operate. We know how they roll. So the president of Poland, remember, he's still one of the conservatives. He issues a pardon. He says, no, I'm pardoning these guys. You can't do this. And then the prime minister says, I don't care. The globalists say, we don't care about your pardon. And they went to the Supreme Court of Poland, which is currently also in control of the globalists because you get a bunch of old commies up there. And they said, yeah, we don't care about the presidential pardon. We're coming after them. The MPs flee to the presidential palace of Warsaw. They say, we are going here and we are going to stand with the president and he will determine this situation. We're going to fight this in court. We want to fight it out in court. The prime minister said, no, the police barged into the presidential palace, arrested the two members of parliament, and they are currently in jail in Poland as we speak. This is the first time that we've had political prisoners in Poland since the 1980s when Poland was part of the Eastern Bloc. And now Polish patriots are out there in the streets. I don't know if you have any of the footage or if the uh, the war room engine room has any of this. People are out in the streets. They were in front of the police station last night. They're protesting, screaming for freedom. And by the way, Steve, these guys who were arrested, they go back to the original anti-communist protest, the Solidarity Movement, Lech Walesa and all that of the 1980s when they were young activists at the time as well. This is not the first time they've been arrested, but certainly the first time since quote-unquote independence in Poland. So this is what we can see in Poland under the new, if you read Politico, if you read any of the Western press, Bloomberg, it's all, oh, this is part of reform. We're reforming Poland. Poland is now embracing democracy. Poland is embracing Europeanism. 
This shows a a wrinkle, a challenge to Polden's uh, ability to be become progressive and modernized. Yeah, we see your progressive modernization out of Brussels. This is what you get. Arrests, people being black bagged in the middle of the night, barging into the presidential palace to arrest people. And Steve, by the way, these guys... The globalists are now saying that they want to arrest the head of the Bank of Poland right now. Why do they want to go after him? That's very simple. Because Poland never adopted what? The euro. And I know Raheem Kassam's coming on later, so he can tell you all about why Britain stayed away from that and, of course, why Britain eventually went to, uh, to conduct the Brexit process. Poland has always stood against the euro. But if you get rid of the people who are in charge currently of the Bank of Poland. What are they going to do? They're going to usher in the euro and then right on the back of that out of Brussels. And here we are just a couple of weeks away from Davos, the World Economic Forum's uh, globalist uh, meeting of the Legion of Globalists up there in Switzerland. What are they going to do? They're going to push for the digital euro. And they're going to institute this across the entire continent. They do not want places like Poland or places like Hungary to exist because these bastions of freedom and Western civilization and Western culture are a thorn in their side. So if you think If you think that they will not come for you in the night, take a look at what's going on in Poland right now. This is a full-on globalist coup. Full-on globalist coup, and the the people in the United States have got to be on watch here. Real quickly, Jack, before we go to break, and I want you to hang through, we got Raheem, who was one of the leaders of the Brexit movement, and Raheem and Farage warned that this day would come to the United Kingdom unless they they exit. You're losing your sovereignty. Give me a minute on Trusk. Because he's now propped up as the uh, as the man. Tell me about this guy, Donald Trusk. So Donald Tusk, I mean, he, the former EU president, he, he rubber-stamped everything that Merkel wanted when he was there. This guy was in charge of the migrant hordes that flooded into Europe, that flooded into Germany, that flooded into Sweden, that turned Sweden into the rape capital of the West. That's exactly what he wants to do to Poland. He wants to usher all of this in. He wants Poland to assume the position and go belly up for uh, Middle Eastern migrants. He wants to uh, institute the digital euro. He wants all of it. He will not allow these bastions of freedom to exist. This has always been his policy. By the way, he campaigned saying, I'm not going to do any of that stuff. I'm never going to do that stuff. Oh, that's crazy. I would never do it. And I was called a conspiracy theorist and every name under the sun. Well, here we are. Here we are, folks. Let's take a short break. Um, we're going to come back. Remember, also, uh, Tusk, uh, Jack, we'll get into the next segment and the one after is uh, to break the traditional values and customs of the Polish people. That's the other thing. Got the LGBTQ agenda, got all the modern, all modernity foisted on by the State Department. Okay, short commercial break. Be back in a moment. Get your Warpath coffee at warpath.coffee. Get the dark roses. Get jacked up. Work day in the war room. As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N to 989898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part, 
you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, folks, these are days of thunder. Okay, there are decades in which nothing happens, and there are months in which decades happen. You're into a year right now. Every month is going to be monumental, and it will be talked about in American history 100 years from now. You're at the vanguard of that. Um, Make sure that's why you need Warpath coffee. Get the Warpath coffee first thing in the morning. Get up a big pot of it and let it rip. Warpath coffee slash warm. Get your discounts. Okay, a couple things. (laughs) Breaking news. There's a press conference day at 2.30 with Gates and Rosendale and the heroes to throw down on Johnson, say it's not going to happen. But however, they just had a brawl in the conference. I mean, they got in last night, had a conference this morning, all kind of tweets up. I'll talk about it a little while when Stern comes on. Jim Jordan and Jim Jordan's allies completely eviscerated Johnson in front of the whole conference, said this is a disaster, this is a disgrace. Warren Davidson said, hey, this is drivel. This is obscene. Um... The side pocket deal is what he did on everything. I mean, he was attacked full on, and this is going to be explosive. Uh, and it's coming from Jim Jordan. Think you're seeing Jim Jordan say, hey, maybe I didn't run the best campaign to make it the first time, but now if I can focus on some things, maybe I did. Also, Jonathan Swan over at um, Jonathan Swan at the New York Times has a big piece about this whole thing, what, uh, what uh, um, Jack just said about Poland. This is all a fight, a global fight for democracy. Remember that a global fight for democracy by the globalists, most anti-democratic. Uh, this is about President Trump going back. New York Times got a huge piece on President Trump firing back. I'm quoted. Mr. Bannon sees it differently. Quote, if you can fight Biden almost to a draw on this, which I think we can, it's over, Bannon said in an interview referring to the imperiling of American democracy. Quote, he's got nothing else he can pitch. This is his main thing. Mr. Bannon added, if Biden wants to fight there about democracy and all this kind of ephemeral stuff, Trump will go there in a second. It was Bannon who pushed Mr. Trump to go on offense after a tape leaked of him boasting to the TV host Billy Bush about grabbing women's genitals. Mr. Bannon helped arrange for the three women who have been accused, who accused former President Bill Clinton of sexual harassment or assault to join Mr. Trump at the news conference shortly before a debate with Mrs. Clinton. It created a disorienting effect at a moment of acute vulnerability for Mr. Trump. Continue the quote, quote, we've got to remember something, Mr. Bannon said of Trump's campaign, Biden against democracy's gambit. This is the whole reason that President Trump's actually running. He believes that burned into his soul that the 2020 election was stolen and that the January 6th was a setup by the FBI, end quote. Game on. If this is where they want to go, game on. Uh, also, last thing before I turn to Raheem, lead story, not buried, but lead story in Politico this morning, our favorite, Justin Trudeau in Canada, how the entire nation's turning against him. They hate his policies. They can't stand him. He is the poster boy for globalization, for globalism. And the Canadians, thank God, finally waking up across the board saying, this is not working for us. This is not working for our nation. Raheem Kassam, brilliant piece in National Pulse today in an incredible headline, Globalism Unhinged. Sir, you were at the tip of the spear in the fight 
for the uh, British people's sovereignty back in 2016, the greatest, I think, political victory for populism outside of President Donald J. Trump's victory a couple of months later in November 2016. Sir, what do you mean by globalism unhinged? <clears throat> yeah, thanks, Steve. And and by the way, totally, totally in agreement with you on this, um, on, on the quote that you have in the New York Times there. I think there was an interesting article in Axios the other day, which kind of laid out the four areas in which the Biden campaign thinks that it that it can win on. And I'm going to have an editorial up about that on the National Pulse in the next couple of days, just walking people through what they can expect um, over the next year, because it feels also familiar. In fact, we sit here and we look at what's going on in Poland at the moment. We look at what's going on uh, in the United Kingdom. We have our own elections, of course, coming up. Um, and it feels like 2015 all over again. Uh, it helps us in a way because we've lived those battles and we know uh, how to approach them. Uh, but there are also some things, some pitfalls, I think, and you mentioned this earlier on, which I want to address, uh, which I actually disagree with you on, which is the ascendancy of populism. You see, I actually take an alternative view on that. I My perspective is that globalism is being routed, right? It's being routed intellectually. It's being routed morally. It's being routed by the public will. You see that in the polling every single day. You see it on the streets every single day. But, but populism itself is kind of in this, what I think is a symbiotic relationship right now with globalism. It's a, it's a push and pull, and they both kind of leverage each other, uh, and they both kind of point fingers at each other. And the reason I think you have what what is you know, it's it's a dependent ascendancy, if it's an ascendancy at all, rather than an independent ascendancy, is because it doesn't really have its legs. Uh, populism still has been carried kind of on the back of a, a few figures over the last decade, yourself, Donald Trump, Nigel Farage, so on and so forth. But if you look at the United Kingdom, you look at Italy, um, you look at Germany, uh, you look at Canada, there actually is, is, is scant in the way of, of formal and formalized um, populist apparatus. And, and this is why Donald Tusk and his new incoming globalist coalition feel like they can get away with what they're doing. It's why Jack Smith in Washington, D.C. feels like he can get away with what he's doing, because the apparatus, the infrastructure, the underlying legs of what should be a, 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 a you know, massive, massive gargantuan uh, strong movement simply are not quite there yet. And if, you know, you, you point to, um, you know, protests and truckers and all of that, and I'll just point to Georgia Maloney and Mike Johnson and say, you know, these people cannot be in charge of, of populist parties with populist bases. Um, that doesn't work, Steve. But 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 hang hang on a second. This is what it, and I get. We got Harnwell in Rome, uh, Jack Basovic with us. But this is one of the things of populism. Yeah, I agree with you 100. percent The apparatus has been formed. A lot of the policies have been totally thought through. But is that necessary at this stage? Because you have look, you have now the German farmers t teaming up with the German truckers to say, in, in uh, alternative for Deutschland. Let's be blunt. I love those guys, but outside the immigration, it's not like they have a whole set of populist policies they've thought through. But you're seeing a spontaneous uprising of people that said we've had a belly full of this. Look, even here in the United States, look at MAGA. I mean, we don't really have a formal apparatus because we don't actually control the Republican Party. But you see this firefight they're having 
in the conference right now where Jordan and these guys are going after Johnson. And that is because of the uproar over the last couple of days of phone calls of this audience telling guys, hey, either shut down the border or shut down the government. And Johnson came out yeah. last night, I think on Fox, said it was $16 billion in cuts, and we don't want a government shutdown. It would hurt us. Don't you think you're seeing the uprising? And that's why in Poland last night, the, the globalists are trying to get ahead of it. They think if they play smash mouth, they will put fear into people to back off. And that works. Look at some of these guys in the United Kingdom in, in, the, in the Tory party. They're totally gutless. If you look at the Republican Party, you know, two-thirds of the Republicans are gutless. It's the MAGA influence that is not gutless. But this is going to get to be smash mouth. You can see it coming as clear as day, Raheem Kassam. When, we um, when we were at the Cowboy Church in Arizona, uh, I mentioned that, you know, during the migrant crisis in Germany in 2015, uh, there were there were thousands upon thousands of protesters in the streets on an almost day-to-day -day basis, demonized, arrested, detained, uh, you know, lives um, impinged upon, ruined, you name it, right? Makes makes the the, the raid of the presidential palace in in Warsaw uh, look like look like pittance in comparison. And I said, you know, where is this going on in the United States at the moment with relation to what's going on at your southern border? And after the event, somebody came up to me, took me to a side, and just said, look, we'd love to. But January 6th and, 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 and the afters, the aftermath of that, scared the bejesus out of us. You know, are we going to be frog marched off to, off to jail? Well, probably so. Um, it, you look, it's, I say this as been, having been a part of the UK Independence Party, arguably uh, the, the protest party, right? Like not the party of government, but the party of perennial protest. And, and here's the thing that MAGA has to, is the, the, the crossroads that MAGA is at right now. America first, the global uh, populist nationalist movement writ large, is are you going to be uh, parties of protest for the rest of your lives or are you going to be parties of government? And if you've got to be parties of government, you can't have Maloney in charge, you can't have Johnson in charge, you, you can't have Ronald McDaniel in charge. You have to actually take those reins of power and use them. Because here's the thing, okay, uh, Poland, they're cracking down. Canada's cracking down. Germany's about to ban the alternative for Deutschland party, by the way. There isn't even a populist choice at the next UK general election right now, as far as we can see. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So, whoa, so whoa, 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 whoa. Stop, stop, stop. Don't bury the lead. Tell me about that, because this is important how the globalists are going to play and what is going to happen in the United States. The official apparatus in Germany are going to try to ban a party that leads all parties right now. I think they got 33% of the vote in the polling. I'll turn it for Deutschland. They're making moves to ban that party. Am I incorrect? You are completely correct. Um, they, they, they've been talking about this for months now. They've been laying the groundwork. They've been laying the, the, the uh, you know, propaganda in the minds of the German people so that when it actually happens, half of the German people, probably more, will turn around and go, Oh yeah, I suppose they have been telling us they're quite bad all along. You know, these are this is the re resurgence of, of of Nazism in Germany after all. So so why wouldn't we ban it? It couldn't be further from the truth, of course. Uh, but it doesn't matter. You know, this is a post-truth world, uh, and and these guys. I watched your watch your cold open there, and these guys going on television and screaming uh, out of context. You know, they talk about misinformation complete misinformation over and over again doesn't matter this is a propaganda war it's an information war and it's a war that's coming to to, to your doorstep in reality it's coming to the doorstep of your leaders first it's uh, it's it's well beyond trump's doorstep we, we see him fighting that war right now you look at what's going on with the mps in poland you look at what's going on with the german uh, uh banning of the alternative for deutschland party this is it it's happening right now it's 2024 it's everything and 
you know, you have a choice. You have a very distinct choice. They're giving you a choice, right? You can shut up and go along with it, or you can do something about it. Unbelievable. Uh, Raheem, can you hang there? Jack, can you just hang through the commercial break? I know you want to get a summary in here. Jack Basovic with the Harnwell. Uh, a lot going on. Nancy Mace is arguing right now. Hunter Biden shows up at the contempt hearing oversight. Nancy Mace is sitting there saying he should be arrested on the spot. We're going to try to get some clips of that. We've got Richard Stern. We've got Dave Bratt. We're going after the Fed. It's all fight all time today. Jim Hoff's going to be with us. Todd Benzman. Ecuador is exploding. Southern border is going to get worse. Get that Warpath coffee. Get jacked up. You're in the war room. We need you at the ramparts. Warpath.coffee slash worm. Get your discount. Back in a second. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax court shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers and you don't. You'll pay up plus interest and penalties. Tax USA Network has brilliant war room type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on. Grind you for all your back taxes, plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. And visit Tax Network USA. That's TNUSA.com slash Bannon. TNUSA.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, uh, by the way, just before... um, Nancy May said he should be arrested on the spot. Just before MTG came up to have her turn, Hunter Biden ran out. This committee hearing has been uh, a fracas. It's fabulous. We're getting some cuts, and we're going to talk to some of the participants here in, in a moment. Um, also, the conference today, a complete throwdown. Jordan and Team Jordan coming in and saying, this is a joke. What your defense is, Johnson, is drivel. We're going to have Richard Stern on it for a minute. At Heritage, as I told you, Johnson t- talked to the donors, thinking he'd get some support from the donors. They ripped his face off the other night. This is not acceptable. And one of the reasons people know they got to fight now is this audience. 202-225-3121. 
make sure you call now, talk to your congressman, talk to the staff, and say, under no, no circumstance, either shut the border or shut the government. You don't hear anything else. No, everything else is conversation. Jack Posobiec, um, this thing in Poland is going to explode. What's happening in Germany is going to explode. The farmers like in, in, in Holland, the farmers now in Germany, this is MAGA. These folks are MAGA. They're trying to make Germany great again. They're trying to make uh, Holland great again. They're trying to make their own nations great again. And the globalists, it's going to be brutal. And the, 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 the apparatus in Germany, which is the most brutal, I'm telling you, is going to shut down, try to shut down Alternative for Deutschland, which is the anti-invasion party. They're going to try to shut him down, and I think they're going to try to put the leaders in jail. Tell me what's going to happen in Poland, because this guy, the head guy there, Tusk, is a, is a very dangerous character. Well, Steve, there is a real opportunity here, because as I said before, Tusk was put into power through the, this coalition. It was actually the Law and Justice Party, the conservatives in Poland, who won the election. They came in first. Tusk's party came in second, but he was able to cobble together a coalition of globalists with the moderates. There is a real opportunity here to smash apart that coalition and remove him from the prime ministership of the same, of the Polish parliament. And so if this is done correctly, he can be removed from power by the Polish people. That's what needs to happen. Now, tomorrow, here's what's planned. Tomorrow, the Polish Patriots and the Law and Justice Party are hosting a massive protest. This is a pre-planned thing that they were going to be getting uh, tens of thousands of patriots from all across Poland to come to Warsaw, to the presidential palace. Their January 11th is kind of like our January 6th. And what do I mean by that? That's the day they certify elections. And so here's the real danger. And I'm issuing a warning to all Polish patriots who plan to go to Warsaw tomorrow. They will try to run the Fed surrection on you the way they did it to us in Washington, D.C. You must be on the lookout for plants. You must be on the lookout for people that are trying to spurn the crowd into violence. You must be peaceful. You must stand for peace. And look, Poland has held the nationalist marches, the independence marches every year, November 11th. This has been going on for a decade in Poland. It must be that peaceful. I was there on the 100th anniversary in 2018 with my son, with Tanya Tay. You must remain peaceful. And if you find someone that's calling for violence, that's saying that pulling a Ray up, saying we need to go in, we need to go into the parliament, we need to charge the steps. You need to surround that person and start chanting fed, fed, fed the same way that was done to Ray Epps. This is my warning. You must remain peaceful because I'll tell you. Tusk is not stupid. He's running this playbook because he wants to spark a violent response so that he, in turn, can go to Brussels and call for a full crackdown in Poland. They want a crackdown. They want NATO troops to be stationed. There already are NATO troops stationed all over Poland. They want to activate this so that they can go door to door in Poland after every Polish patriot the exact same way they're doing here in January 6th. Do not take the bait. Do not fall for this trap because I'm telling you the globalists ran it here first. They're going to try to run it in Warsaw tomorrow. But I will also say, show up, be proud, show your pride, show your pride in your heritage, chant the slogans of the Warsaw Uprising, chant the slogans of Polish patriots, and this way you can actually be the same... <laughs> operating in the same vein as Polish Patriot did during the war and then during Solidarity a generation ago. Jack, where do people get to you? Up here at Real America Voice at 2 o'clock. I know you're going to be covering this nonstop. That's also when the press conference is going to take place in the Senate side 
with the anti-Johnson crowd right now saying we're not going to pass this budget with senators and congressmen. Uh, where do people get to you, social media, all of it? Yes, yes. So we've got a lot going on. Of course, I'll be here at 2 p.m. We're going to be going through all the numbers. We're also going to be looking at everything that's going on in Poland. We're going to be looking at everything that's going on in D.C. We're going to keep an eye on Nancy Mace because, Steve, we, as, as you well know, she loves having her political opponents arrested. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, thank you very much, Jack Pasovic. Thanks for the troll at the end. Um, Raheem Kassam. Uh, and you were the one that said this about the power of what happened at that event we had at the Cowboy Church. Give me some closing thoughts on this, particularly you see in Canada, across the board, it's all collapsing from the globalists. Uh, folks ought to know, in fact, the engine room just sent me, Davos, I think it's next week, kicks off. The big, one of the big themes of Davos is global misinformation. Raheem Kassam, your closing thoughts. It's a great theme. <laughs> I mean, it's a great theme because it's, it's what their genius is at. Um, you saw the Biden White House talking points on the Mayorkas impeachment leak this morning. You see the way, by the way, that they framed uh, what Trump's lawyer said yesterday in that D.C. courtroom. You know, they asked him the question, could the, could the commander in chief use uh, the Navy SEALs to assassinate a political opponent uh, and then resign and, and leave office without any, any problems? You know, wild hypotheticals just to get those headlines where they can just turn around and say, oh, look, yes. he's saying that, you know, Trump can now assassinate political opponents. It's all designed to distract of course, away from the real uh, political persecution that's happening, and that is against Donald Trump. So they're masters of this. No doubt they want to talk about this in Davos, and they're mastering it all over the world right now. They're showing us you know, exactly what they're willing to do, and they're daring us to do anything about it. Um, this is going to go on in Germany. It's happening in Poland. It's here in the United States. It's in Canada. It's in the United Kingdom. The United Kingdom, by the way, we need to talk about at length at some point, because there really is no... Uh, populist nationalist alternative right now that the that the ordinary Brit thinks they can they can vote for in the next election. Um, they are turning up the temperature uh, very very hot very very fast. And uh, look, everybody, especially in Iowa right now, you think, oh, you know, I got something to do. Trump's going to win. It's too cold. I'm not going to get there. If you don't show them a massive turnout of of just un yes. unprecedented turnout. Um, then they will hold that over your head and call you failures. So I don't care if it's seven degrees. Uh, I don't exactly. care if you've got somewhere else to be. That's where you need to be. And and that attitude has to be our attitude toward from the entirety entirety of the rest of the year. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, Raheem, National Pulse, where they go, social media, where they go to get all of it. Yeah, if you want my if you want my pep talks every day, join us in the Discord, thenationalpulse.com forward slash war room. Uh, come and join up. You'll get access to a lot more work than you see just on the homepage. We do so much more than that. Thenationalpulse.com forward slash war room. We are entirely, entirely dependent on people coming and joining as members. Uh, no ads on the site, as you can yeah. see there. Uh, it's a beautiful experience. Thenationalpulse.com forward slash war room. First thing I do every day. Thank you, Raheem. Brilliant. Thanks, Steve. Cheers. Uh, Harnwell, we got Harnwell stacked up like over at LaGuardia. We're going to get to him in a moment. He's got some counter uh, and he's got some counter points to this. I think are very important. We got to also consider. Uh, I want to go to Richard Stern though. Make sure, by the way, in doing this, go to Birchgold.com/slash/Bannon. Get the four-part series, "The End of the Dollar Empire." I'm coming out with a fifth that is going to be about the central bank digital currency and about the BRICS banks buying gold at record rates. You heard uh, Jim Rickards on here yesterday. I'm very proud of that interview. Almost an entire hour. We've condensed it, and we're pushing that out today to make sure that you, and I, I know a lot of people have gotten me, push it to your friends. Make sure they listen to that. 
to talk about everything that's going on. Remember, Jim, the most powerful thing he says, you cannot understand politics anymore unless you understand the economics in back of it. That is the thing that's, that that's why this show is so powerful, a working class and middle class audience that's now starting to understand the big con. Richard Stern has been fighting this from the beginning over at Heritage with math and numbers and logic. Richard, this morning in the conference, but first it started on the Heritage call that was leaked the other night that uh, you guys set up to make sure that Johnson had a had a, a, a opportunity to pitch the donors on it. Uh, what I heard, and even from some of the donors, he got his face ripped off. They were furious about this and didn't want to hear the happy talk. This morning in the conference, Jim Jordan, Warren Davis, and other big supporters of Jim Jordan. And Jim Jordan's a nice guy. He never goes after and is gonna, never going to attack a guy personally. He just took Johnson on and said, what are you doing here? This is absurd. And, and, it, and the way you're pitching this is even dumber because you're treating people like they're idiots. Uh, give me your assessment first off of what – of what the speaker has actually done here. Yeah, no, I think unfortunately hit the nail right on the head there, you know, so, and you know, this, you know, at the heritage foundation, we've tried to facilitate good conversations, making sure conservatives have their voice in the room, making sure that the draft we got is what we wanted. And at the end of the day, this is none of that. I mean, to be perfectly honest, this is about where McCarthy was negotiating, which is to say, what are you doing? Jordan's right about that. So, you know, I think the important thing for everyone watching and listening here today is this has nothing about the border in it. It gives us no wins against the FBI, stopping abortion tourism, or anything of that nature. And then at best, at absolute best, it is a minuscule cut to spending that will do absolutely nothing to reduce inflation rates or price levels or mortgage rates or anything of that nature. And then to be perfectly honest, the sidecar deals that we're hearing about that we don't really have bill text on would actually increase spending by some $50 billion, which is just going to push more inflation, more interest rates. So I'm with you. I think this is bad policy. This is absolutely not the way to go. Richard, I want, one of the reasons I want to have you on today, you had the courage and the team over at the Heritage to do the work, even on the first McCarthy thing. To say when they, remember they came out and said this is the most historic thing we, we haven't done this in, in 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 ever and then Johnson came out and said this is the biggest cut we've had in ten years. Go back to about the original when they they're sitting here giving you Washington speak. I think you said at most the the, the, the total cuts were like thirty to fifty billion dollars in their best case. Just walk yeah. me through that because I want people to understand when they're hearing this on Fox and other places, this Washington talk is not related to financial reality, sir. Let me give you uh, the, the way I've been explaining to a lot of people, kind of a good way to think about the creative accounting that the federal government uses is, you know, say you're on a budget and you, you say, I've got $100 to go to the grocery store with, and I got to stick to that budget. You go to the grocery store, you spend 100 bucks, you stick to the budget. On the way home, you're like, you know, I feel like having steak and lobster tonight, despite not having the money for it. So you pull your credit card out, you go to Ruth Chris, you get a really nice steak and lobster dinner. That's another hundred bucks. But when you come home, your wife is like, what happened? And you say, look, I only spent the hundred at the grocery store we agreed to. The sidecar deal was my steak and lobster dinner. That's what's happening here. So when they say that it's $1.6 trillion and that Johnson's fighting for 1.59, a whole $10 billion cut whereabouts off of 1.6 trillion dollars that's the grocery budget these sidecar deals these deals with the democrats to give them money that's a blank check for more you know trafficking illegals into the country or abortion tourism or paying the atf to go raid people's homes and steal their guns 
Those are the sidecar deals. That's the steak and lobster money. Now, it's real money. It's real money that they're printing that's obliterating the dollar the way you talk about. It's real government fiat money that's obliterating your savings. It's driving inflation and mortgage rates. But if you ask CBO, if you ask them when they're doing their accounting for the federal budget, it's not part of the money that's capped. So that's what's going on here is that Johnson's taking credit for so-called capped cuts, but he is not owning up to having agreed to all of this extra spending that is just conveniently enough not on their accounts and spreadsheets. Richard, could you just hang on for a second? We'll hold you through the break. I got a couple more questions so people can fully understand this. The team at Richard Stern, his team over at Heritage, doing a fantastic job of trying to explain to people. And here you see coming together, the donors are with us on this. Because they're financial guys, they understand you can't just have this gobbledygook. You can't, you you cannot, um, you cannot fool financial markets, for, at least for too long. You can scam them for a while, but this reality is coming in place. Okay, short commercial break. Birchgold.com slash Bannon. Make sure you understand why central banks throughout the world are buying gold at record rates. Understand that it will change your life. Short break. Back in a moment. Question: Who protects the troops? Who protect us? Well, we will. Imagine you're serving halfway around the world and you learn the title to your home. That legal document that proves it's actually yours has been forged and it's not in your name anymore. But we can't let that happen and we won't let it happen. Home title theft is a clear and present danger for all homeowners. And that's why I trust Home Title Lock. And now Home Title Lock is protecting those who protect us and giving back. For every subscription you purchase from Home Title Lock, they'll donate one year of free service to a military family in your name. Our troops deserve the peace of mind in knowing that while they protect us, Home Title Lock protects their most valuable asset. We all need to protect the title to our homes. I'll share updates, but for now, please join me. Protect your home's title at HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon and use promo code Bannon. And when you do, they'll protect the home of a service member in your name. That's HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. HomeTitleLock.com slash Bannon, code Bannon. Do this for the troops. Do it today. Use your agency. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, um, Joe Allen's at uh, CES, one of the most important conferences of the year. That's a consumer electronic show reporting every day on the transhumanist movement, what's happening at technology. Larry Fink announced today that he laid off 2.5% of his workforce. These are high-value-added analysts, and the buried lead in the story that people haven't focused on, he says, bigger and more major cuts are coming by mid-year. This is artificial intelligence taking away value-added jobs from white-collar workers. I keep telling folks, it ain't the plumber and the carpenter and the handyman or the mechanic that is going to take the first wave of, uh, of artificial intelligence. It's going to be, first of all, it's going to be the programmers. If you're in college right now, getting a, think that STEM and all this is, you know, oh, you just got to know how to code. I just got to know how to code. Those are the first entry-level and mid-level jobs that will be taken away. I said it, and Larry Fink today proved it for me. We've got Joe there at uh, talking about, and what he's finding out is cyber coupled with AI is causing a firestorm of crime, the potential. This is why you go to, go to HomeTitleLock.com. Just go today, immerse yourself in the site, 
Find out what it's about. Find out why your title insurance doesn't cover this and you need it covered. And talk to the professionals over there. HomeTitleLock.com. The convergence of cyber and cyber crime with artificial intelligence. Wow. Big time. Let's go check it out today. Um, Richard Stern. You guys have done an incredible job over there just on the analytics. You don't even have to agree with, with, with Heritage or where they're coming in, where they're MAGA, whether some guys are not MAGA. It's not relevant. They lay out compelling cases because the important thing here is get behind the numbers. Here's the question, because we, we're trying to support Johnson. He's got the Christian you know, viewpoint, but I, I'm, I'm more and more shocked every day about just the lack of sophistication. And this MAGA, the War Room Posse audience, many of whom don't have college degrees, now have a rudimentary understanding of macroeconomics. And so, because we've drilled it now for three years, are these guys reaching out to your staff? Are, you, are they coming to you and say, hey, give us some analytical support? You don't even have to do policy, analytical support, because what they're coming up with is just, it's a joke. Both Jim Jordan, who's a good guy, rips him apart. The donors at Heritage, which are generally good guys, uh, maybe not all MAGA, but they understand the crisis the country's in. They're ripping him apart. Are they reaching out to people like yourself and your staff just for analytical help? They are a little bit, but you know, the real thing here is this shows the reach, the corrupting reach of the DC cartel. So, you know, we've got friends over there, some good people, they're asking for help. We've been working with them, but they don't have the power to set what the policy is, right? You still have this leadership bulwark. The head might've been taken off, but the rest of the body is still there. The DC cartel is still there. And their focus is still on directing your money into the pockets of their friends and their donors. And frankly, Johnson and his team are not fully stepping up to the plate enough to stop that, to offer an alternative vision, a vision that allows you, the hardworking American that made that money, to keep that money as opposed to some D.C. bureaucrat and their friends. So, you know, we're standing there to help. And frankly, part of what we view ourselves as, as doing here at Heritage is championing that message and shining a floodlight on this D.C. cartel that's still in there, still corrupting the process. Where do you st- this fight right now is going to get quite vicious today. Starting it started this morning in conference. Is it going to get even nastier when they have this press conference? What 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 is your party line right now? What what's the angle of attack that the the heritage uh, deficit team is, is on? What what's your recommendation to Johnson and this crowd? Well, first of all, we had limit save grow. The Republicans passed that would actually cut spending by over one hundred and thirty billion dollars in the first year. A real down payment that would calm markets, that would ease inflation pressure and interest rate pressures, et cetera. So that's our, at minimum, frankly, line in the sand on spending. But the other side of it is the power of the purse isn't just about how much money they're stealing from you and how it's driving inflation. It's also about what that money buys. We want to see real border security. And frankly, we want to see many other so-called limitation provisions that tie the hands of regulators, that tie the hands of bureaucrats. We are done with providing a blank check to Biden and his cronies and the D.C. cartel to raid people's homes and businesses, to run down people, to use politics, to wield the federal government as a weapon against churches and other organizations, let alone the trafficking of millions of illegals into the interior of this country. So that's where we are at a minimum. We're driving that message and we stand ready to help anyone that wants to crack that. Uh, Richard, how do people get to you, social media, and how do they get to you over at Heritage to see all the work and recommendations you guys are coming up with? Uh, you can find me at Rich A. Stern on Twitter. And if you go to heritage.org, you'll find all the stuff I've written, better my colleagues. And we've got a, a nice little filter there where you can go to budget and economics and 
see all the good work we're doing there talking about how to stop inflation, how to stop the 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 interest rate hike, and it's through shrinking the government. So I thank you for having me on, as always. Kevin Roberts and the team over Heritage, thank you so much, Richard. Appreciate it. Dave Bratt, uh, we've got Dave Bratt here. By the way, that's why I also recommend go to Birch Gold, get the uh, get the end of the dollar empire. That's also free. Just if you haven't read it, read it. If you haven't read it in a while, read it again. Particularly the third the third installment on the debt trap. I'm gonna have one of the credit card guys on here in the second hour. Big story in Daily Mail about 57. I think it's 57 million Americans are in credit card debt for over a year. We're going to talk about solutions for that because as above, so below. Uh, Brat uh, Krugman, your favorite. Uh, Brat, tell me about this, brother. Uh, can I call you? Can I call you Doctor Brat? Um, how do, how does he have a Nobel Prize? And yeah, how, how can how can you how can he have a Nobel Prize and you don't? <laughs> well, because he doesn't tell full truth, and uh, it's amazing, you know, in economic science that there's a total misunderstanding of science and scientism. All he does now is offers ethical platitudes. Uh, no one's ever asked him what ethical system he subscribes to. So, you know, as David Hume taught us a long time ago, uh, there's a big distinction be- between describing the way the world is and the way it ought to be. He's just supposed to be saying, I'm explaining what the real world looks like, period. That's the end of economics. Any of his personal opinions or political uh, hype are, are in the ethics realm. And uh, so, yeah, uh, the Nobel aside, he's just spouting New York Times uh, leftist lingo right now. And, uh, you know, the, the the only thing he had in his uh, chart that made is just the aggregate supply curve is shifting out. Uh, in his analysis, and that explains the economy and why it's doing so well. Hang on, hang on. We're hang on. We're gonna get we're gonna get to the technical part because he's thrown down uh, two gauntlets here in the last forty eight hours. Number one, he said you can tell by the war room and and Brad and Bannon and all his acolytes that Trump's coming after the Fed, right? And then he's got this latest yeah. barrage against MAGA. He is he is yeah. the forefront of the economic argument against the MAGA populist nationalist movement. Holy War, or take us out, modern day Holy War, 90 second break. Dave Brett, Todd Benzman, uh, Jim Hoft. We are rocking and rolling in an hour, too. Stick around. Maybe even a little of uh, the hearing with Hunter Biden. Strap in, baby. You're in the war room. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax court shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers and you don't. You'll pay up plus interest and penalties. Tax USA Network has brilliant war room type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on, grind you for all your back taxes, plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. 
Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. Think about that. They've resolved over $1 billion in tax debts. They offer a best-in-class client satisfaction guarantee. Now call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. And visit Tax Network USA. That's TNUSA.com slash Bannon. TNUSA.com slash Bannon. Make sure you take action on this today. This IRS grind is only going to get much worse. Today, 100,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code WARROOM at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOMHEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 